You are listening to the Teleperformance Podcast on Spotify. Hi, good morning, good afternoon, everybody. We'd like to welcome you today to a, a conversation about how to achieve equality and inclusion in the workplace. Uh, my name is Miranda Collard. I'm a Global Chief Client Officer for Teleperformance and the co-chair of TP Women. And I have the pleasure uh, to be speaking with Anna today from Abaya. I'll let her introduce herself. Hi, so it's nice to meet everybody virtually. Um, I'm Anna Marie Crowley. Anna, when I'm not in trouble, Anna Marie, when I am in trouble, which many people have that second name thing going on. Um, and I head up uh, HR for Avaya Inc. And I'm also the chair for our women networking group in Avaya. Great, it's, so, it's such a pleasure to have you today. So just to kick off our conversation, love to hear about what Avaya is doing to drive equality in the workplace. Absolutely. So it's funny, it's become a very big focus, I think, obviously, not just with Avaya, but globally, especially since COVID, because it's brought so much attention to the various lives that we juggle. And those lives has collided in a way we never thought was possible. So our winner Avaya um, ERG, Employee Resource Group, that actually is the longest standing resource group Avaya has. It's been there for many, many years, almost underground, if you like. So the women have persevered and they finally managed to bring that back to the forefront for us. And interestingly, as that group grew and became very much a global institute, it created the opportunity for other ERGs to open up as well. So. They've been inspiring other minority groups, not just the women in the Avaya life cycle, if you like. So we've had a lot of work to do and we focused heavily on mentoring, um, coaching and looking for allies and helping people understand that you might not have to be a woman in order to help bring about mm -hmm. equality and supporting that and supporting women in the workplace where, as we said in the last two years, and I'm sure you're experiencing the same thing, our lives have collided with our personal lives and, you know, juggling children and animals as mine might yet interrupt again. Um, that's the kind of thing that we're trying to help women cope, be more resilient because there are so many requirements of them. And there's that expectation that you can do it all. And so helping them be very, very successful in the workplace and expect and deserve that equal opportunity, equal pay, equality in general is crucial to their success and also to attracting more women into the workplace. So we, we have been heavily focused on the mentoring piece, um, coaching. We've had guest speakers come in and talk about their success, mm -hmm. breaking down biases. And this is something that we constantly focus on from an employee resource group perspective and the HR perspective, ensuring that we're looking to understand, do we have gaps? Are there areas that we haven't necessarily focused on? Um, pay being one of them, because, you know, you look at people that have been in the workplace in maybe 30, 40 years, of which we have many, mm -hmm. and this was not a focus back then. And so now you have more opportunity to come in at, you know, a benchmark um, payment expectation, whereas in the past that wasn't really something that was spoken about or looked into as much. It was just, you know, an expectation you had a job, you can get on with it. So there's some of the areas that we're really focused on. 
Yeah, and it's so important that there's parity there for an organization. So that's one of the key elements that really drives the equality, you know, across the board. It's so interesting. You mentioned, you know, how our worlds have collided, and that is just so true. You know, mentorship has been such an important element of what we do with TP Women and at Teleperformance. And you made me think of a, a story early on during the pandemic where, you know, we're getting used to the Zoom and all the things that we have to do together here. Plus you have, at least for me, my kids are all around the house on <laughs> Zoom school. Yeah. And um, I remember I was on uh, a meeting with the executive committee, including the chairman, and my youngest daughter plopped down on my lap right on camera and was like, will you braid my hair? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> well, this is just going to happen, guys. You know, and they all giggled and laughed. And um, it was such a relief that the organization just supported the fact that, you know, there are things that I'm going to have to do. And, you know, these there's going to be these little disruptions in my life. And we had a pretty good laugh over that. And it's funny, if you think about it, I think it was just before COVID. It's probably two and a half years ago. I'm sure it went around the globe. The Sky News correspondent who was actually live when his children came waddling in. That went viral at the time because, oh, my Lord, like the kids came in the room. And then six months later, we're all juggling babies, teens, animals, whatever the heck is going on in your life is now there open for all to view. And it's interesting how we've gone from that being such a, oh my Lord, imagine that poor correspondent to being, you know, just expecting to see a child pop up and just expecting, you know, the craziness that is our life. I I think it's great tolerance, all round tolerance, you know, and really appreciating what people juggle. Yeah, and the empathy, you know, just connecting humans across the board in a way that's really real, you know, it, it's heartfelt and it's understand. we all get it. We all come from the same place. We all experience similar challenges. You know, um, when we started TP Women, we're almost three years, you know, we, we're the real pioneers of our organization mm-hmm. to really drive this change and We didn't really know what we were doing necessarily, but we knew that we needed to do something. So we educated ourselves, you know, uh, we created a consortium of incredible women and allies. And I think one of the most humbling experiences for me as we would travel around and talk to different women is that it really helped me be more comfortable being very vulnerable about my story and what I have to deal with and where I have challenges and opportunities. And it really helped me connect with the other women. And, you know, you say, you know, the underground movement, I really feel like it's created this ecosystem of safety and understanding and sharing of stories. I'm sure you have similar experiences. Very much so. And, you know, I feel like I'm the product of other women like giving me that leg up, if you like, and supporting me. And, Mm -hmm. you know, there's been some great men in my life from the, you know, the perspective Mm -hmm. of helping me in my career and my development and my own family included in that. But I think, you know, when you have that in the workplace where there's a shoulder to cry on if you need it, just somebody that gets it Mm -hmm. and understands, you know, because 
it is different when you're trying to push against a tide that you know is it's never quite receding on us it is always a push and i think having other women support each other is critically important and you know and that's why like the mentoring comes in one of the things that um i've loved to do in my career is reverse mentoring and you know we always think that whoever is more senior must know it all and therefore we'll educate but you know i think there's a saying it was a poem cahill gibran says you know your children will always know more than you can ever imagine and it's true because the world keeps moving right mm-hmm. and so for me both in from a generational perspective but also educating people what it is like to walk in my shoes is critically important because you know people think that they're doing okay you know um male leaders you know might feel like yeah i've got a handle on this but not understand that women may be operating around a certain set of circumstances and rather than explaining that you know we keep it to ourselves so having that reverse mentoring and saying you know actually this is what i'm having to deal with right now just as a, a whether it's as a mother a, a single mother whatever's going on in your background you know that's not something we're comfortable sharing but i think having that ability to educate that's what creates the alliances right and you know that that is something i'm a big big believer in and providing coaching and support is critical and it's not a weakness it's never a weakness to be vulnerable you know you mentioned being yeah. able to be vulnerable i think that is a strength in itself right absolutely absolutely i don't i think that's how we all learn is from other people's experiences and it's it's so rewarding uh, in the mentorship in fact it's interest it's kind of funny you said that i think to myself all the time with my mentees i'm like you're really the mentor <laughs> it's really yeah. Yeah. like i'm learning so much about the future and where we're headed and i'm so proud of where women are coming up in the next generation you know making decisions outside of societal norms really mm-hmm. self evaluating what's going what what are their hopes and dreams and how do they bring those to fruition without all of the elements that just come in and try and tell you no 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 that's not the way this is supposed to work It's exactly very- and i think that has to start early on right and mm-hmm. you know that's another reason i feel it's important as businesses that we support educational opportunities for the younger generations as well you know that you know stem when we look at the technology industry or you know um wherever you're looking at engineering for example it is a very male dominated field at the moment i think that's shifting and it's not about forcing women into it Do you know it's it's a bit like hr and you and i both know it's a very female dominated you know mm-hmm. but it should be open to all and while it's not that it is not open to all i think people tend to shy away is to think i'm not seeing myself reflected in that and so helping the newer generations the younger generations with whether that's sponsorships or you know supporting stem camps for example that's where we start finding that pipeline and making it more accessible and just comprehensible you know i think back in my day and this is giving my age away probably but you know my parents were like you know you're going to be a teacher or a nurse or get married like that's it 
you know, there were no other options. They thought I was mad when I went off traveling the world. But now I, I, I actually said to my daughter a few weeks ago, my, well, it was my mother. My daughter was looking for something hugely expensive. And my mother said to her, well, you better marry a millionaire one day, young lady. And my daughter looked at her and then looked at me and she said, why would I do that? Why wouldn't I just get a really good job and buy it myself? And I was actually embarrassed by myself, but <laughs> I didn't think of I'm like, shame on you, Anna. But, you know, it does show this massive chasm that has from my mother's 84, you know, mm-hmm. the expectations that she had of me. I'm not saying how long ago, but many years ago. And... <laughs> But to now my daughter, who's just turned 17, and in her mind, there is no limitation for her. And I'm so proud that she thinks that way, you know, and I tried to influence it. But, you know, to hear it come out of her mouth, I'm like, okay, you did okay with this one. (laughs) Yeah, and I think that I think the way we uh, talk and speak to our kids about our business and what makes us happy and how we do things, you know, I have four kids, three of them are girls. And I always felt, you know, I travel a lot for work and I always felt really guilty. Yeah. Uh, I Like I was supposed to feel guilty actually. Yeah. So I would say, oh, you know, oh, poor mommy has to travel. But on the yeah. inside, I was like, yes, I get to <laughs> all of these awesome things. I'm like so excited. And I finally started turning that conversation years ago to say, I'm not making sacrifices. I'm making decisions that make me excited and happy and proud and I'm curious and I want to know things and experience culture. And if you want those things too, I want you to be proud of wanting those things. You should be proud to know exactly what you want and how you're going about it. So I think it just, that conversation just changes the outcomes. I, I totally agree. And I love that you just said that because, you know, I used to travel a lot for work and my poor kids, I'm a, I'm a single parent. So I dragged these two kids around behind me and I've gone from Ireland to New Jersey to California, back to Jersey, back to Ireland and heaven help them. Um, I'm hoping it's given them an education of a different sort in some respects, Mm -hmm. but the guilt thing when I was traveling for work, you're exactly right. And it's something, again, you don't say, you sit and feel it, but you don't say it. Then you have a conversation. You just saying that is like a light bulb for me because I know that feeling and we shouldn't feel guilty because the more we're engaged with our own lives, the more we have to offer, right? The more energy we have for our kids. And also we're setting a good example. Mm-hmm. But I think to hear it from another woman is really important. That as a parent, as a mother, you know, this is a terrible thing. Like I shouldn't be enjoying you know, all of it bed and having the remote control to myself. <laughs> Yeah, so I think it's so important we carry those conversations forward. Yes. You know, I think as I look forward uh, to International Women's Day, I'm so proud of what our organization has done, what organizations like Avaya are doing in the space. And I think if we just continue to pay it forward, mm-hmm. be curious, learn, you know, and share our stories that you know, we'll, we'll continue to change the hearts and minds and build the allyship that we need for equality. I agree entirely. I think, um, you know, I, I think back to an event I once attended. It was a lean in event. Um, yeah. So all women. 
And we had a group of men that said, well, what about us? Well, who's leaning into us? So we ended up holding an all-male lean-in event. The interesting thing that was such a learning for me, and that goes back to the mentoring and education, is a couple of the men in the room actually asked us, what do we do when a woman's had a baby? And I said, well, what do you mean what you do? And he says, well, like when they come back, do we just ignore them? I'm like, why would you ignore them? And I said, well, you know, I don't know what's politically correct. What can I say these days? I'm like, how about congratulations? Yeah. <laughs> you know, and they're like, no. But then like, what if they're offended? And I'm like, I think it's more offensive that they left 50 pounds heavier than they came back. Yeah, and that's right. And they brought a life into the world. Yeah. But it did, it did make me stop in my tracks, even from a, a learning a development perspective as well, you know, and training and helping people understand what's okay, what's a comfortable conversation. Sure. Like they were genuinely concerned and said, you know, there's so many laws and regulations. What if I'm getting this wrong? You know, and so that to me it's good to have the freedom to have that conversation, which is great. Yeah. Well, Anna, I know we're up on time. I'm not going to call you Anna Marie because you're not in trouble. I'm not in trouble. Thank you. <laughs> I know we're I up on time. And an absolute pleasure uh, speaking with you today. You and hopefully uh, we'll get to see each other again in the future. I'd love that. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, Thank everybody. You. Thanks for joining. Thank you. Bye-bye. What about you? How did you like it? Go ahead and share this podcast. See you later. Teleperformance on Spotify. Feel the connection.